You've got a passion for the outdoors, a desire to feel the warm sun on your face, the sound of your fly line whipping through the air, the pop of the water as the fish inhales the fly you just found in the floorboard of your truck. You need to feel the cool waters on your feet, the crisp north breeze of a November morning, the sound of a turkey gobble, the December rut, the chills of an elk bugle in September. It's the longing passion to chase your obsession. This is what we share. This is what we preach. Welcome to Honey Hole Hangout. Welcome to the Honey Hole Hangout podcast, where we take you on a journey through the world of fly fishing. Whether you're a seasoned angler or just getting started, our goal is to share tips, techniques, and stories that will help you catch the big one, or at least not get skunked. Each episode, we'll talk with experts in the field, from guides and instructors to professional anglers and industry leaders to bring you the latest information and insights on fly fishing. Unless they're all out fishing, then we'll just wing it. <laughs> from casting and rigging to fly tying and entomology, we'll cover it all, and we'll take you to this. We'll take you to some of the most beautiful and remote fly fishing destinations in the world, or at least the ones we can find on Google Maps. So grab your rod reel waders and whiskey and join us as we explore the art and science of fly fishing, or at least the art of making excuses why the fish aren't biting. This is the Honey Only Hangout Podcast. Dang, thank How you. good was that? Are you serious? I am dead serious. How, so Okay, so how did you prompt it? Okay, so, so for you guys that don't understand or understand what's going on, this is the first time that Gabe to my right and Zach to my left have heard this. We were talking about chat GPI before recording and how they're using artificial intelligence to make photos and all different kinds of things. I'm like, well, you can ask it to do anything for you. And I was like, I have an idea. I'm going to ask it to write an intro for our podcast, and I'm going to read it to these guys. So here's what I prompted. Uh-huh. Let me go back up. So do you, like, you just type? What does this look okay. like? You just type some so stuff? So okay, I wrote, so write a script. For the intro of a fly it's fishing podcast. One sentence you wrote. No way. That's I, dude, all you like, wrote? I, I literally wrote, write a script for the intro of a fly fishing podcast, and then it gave me this. And then Nine I words. wrote, Nine make words. it more funny. Uh-huh. Nine words. And then that's what I read. And the only thing I changed Holy was welcome sh- to the fly fishing podcast. I changed it to welcome to the Honey Hole Hangout podcast. And then in here where it says, grab your rod, reel, and waders, and join us, I said, grab your rod, reel, waders, and whiskey. And join us. Mm. The whiskey the thing was what threw me off because I was like, dang, like, how did I, you know? That was a little improv. I, I, I guess, gotcha. but you improv two things for right. a paragraph worth that was already cut out. That you, I feel like you just paid someone to do that. I know. How creepy two, is yeah. that? Yeah. See, okay, so before we get too far down this hole, yeah. I like to come out and say that I am adamantly against AI generated art. Mm-hmm. And this, I would say this kind of includes but that, right? You just said art. Right, right, but okay. But this also includes, like you said, like you would pay somebody to write this, right? So now people are out of a job because a computer did this. And granted, it's not as great as if somebody wrote it themselves, right? But... It w- you could make it more tailored. Like this was very generic, but it was also very good in a I'm couple I'm done drawing changes. that line for, for how much stuff is already autom- automated in our yeah. world today. Yep. You know, that all those jobs are already taken anyway. Now, I will say, I wish I was in college again because I'd be using this thing. Write an essay (laughs) 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 or write an introduction on it. From the art aspect, I totally agree. Now, from the fly tying aspect, can we type in something? Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, How 
to tie a woolly bugger. Uh, Instructions <laughs> on how to tie a woolly bugger. How do what is your you take tie on a pheasant a tail? That is that is the craziest thing Bully that butter. I'm curious on what uh, our buddy Jim's um, opinion of this would be. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Like, how? Oh, oh my God. Okay, they have a pretty, go. pretty tight recipe. I mean, it, all it does is it, it pulls yeah, it's pulling everything from, from, the, from the internet yeah. and then, then it, you know, puts it in a certain order. What'd Bro. you type? What'd you type? And what is it? A picture? Do you ask for the secrets of the universe? Oh, it's still going. It's still going. Oh, okay. I feel this is weird. Holy! I feel like uh, I feel like this, this is, is crazy. A war games or something. Yeah. Again, adamantly against this. Whether it's this version or that version, right? Because I don't want to know what a computer thinks. I want to know what people think. But you, okay. you might get to a point where you're not even going to be able to tell the difference because it's going to look like a dude with eighty teeth that we just <laughs> that picture you just showed us. Right, okay. right. But that's <laughs> but that's that that is the the program still learning, right? And then and then so if you guys don't know, there's also some images going around like on Twitter and stuff where it's like these they look like real people. Like it's yeah, pretty. Zach showed us to us like, hey, what what's weird about these pictures? And we're like. They look it like they're just soulless like, demon people. No, well, they I think that soulless. now that they do look kind of soulless, but in one sense, I was like, okay, they look—they literally look like they've been partying for eighty hours, right? And they're still at that party. Yeah, and like they have like too many teeth, and they have way yeah. too many fingers. But I did. But when both Lane and I saw it, and we we even met, missed that. It's like yeah, something's kind of right. off on this. And then, but wasn't that? It's gonna get better over time too. Yeah. You know, like. Just in the last year, since this technology has really kind of taken off, it already looks unbelievably different, you know? Yeah. Okay. I asked it. How do you tie a woolly bugger fly? Uh-huh. A woolly bugger is a classic and versatile fly pattern that can be used for a variety of freshwater fish species. Here's a basic recipe and tying instructions. Materials, hook, size 6 to 10 streamer hook, thread, 6, 8, or 8, 6 aught or 8 aught, black or olive, tail, marabou, or hackle, Fibers, body chenille or dubbing. Wing is marabou or hackle fibers. Collar, hackle, or beadhead. Instructions, start by attaching your thread to the hook. Shank about a quarter of the way back from the eye. Tie in your tail material, usually marabou or hackle fibers in the same spot. The tail should be about half the length of the hook. Next, tie in your chenille or dubbing material for the body just behind the tail. Wrap the thread forward, making a thick, fluffy body. Tie your wing material, usually marabou or hackle fibers, just behind the body. The wing should be about the same length as the tail. Finally, tie your hackle or bead head collar just behind the wing. Wrap the hackle or wrap the hackle or add the bead head and tie it off. Add a final whip finish, and your woolly bugger is complete. It's important to note that this is a basic recipe, and you can experiment with different materials and colors to create variations of woolly bugger. Some anglers also tie on a bead head for added weight and a different look. See, that's it's it's, it's kind of off, but kind of really scary close. Right, yes. it knows too much. It's kind of off. It's like not quite there. Can you ask an opinion based questions? You know, like uh, like ask like, what do you think about uh, um, tinkara fishing? What, what do you Ooh. think about tinkara fishing? Yeah, okay. Ask it that. This is just really. You're right. Now I'm getting kind of paranoid. Right. See, now. See exactly. I mean, like eventually yeah. it's going to do your job. Well, be what. Well, Maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Does it do Landon's job? It could do Landon's job. We yeah. learned a couple of years ago it can't do my job. It could. Mm. It, it could. Kids get dumber if it does my it job. Can't, but then it they'll can't just do treat out kids job. with fake kids. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, that's true. Whoa, whoa. I'd like yeah. to clarify it can't do my job because nobody wants to yell at an AI. They want to yell at a person. But I'll have my own AI. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I get, you know, I had to call like uh, uh, my old renter's insurance company before. 
And I was like, yeah, I don't want to yell at you. I want to yell at the, the person. Okay. Tenkara fishing. I said, what do you think about Tenkara fishing? Tenkara fishing is a traditional form of fly fishing that originated in Japan. It is characterized by the use of a fixed line setup with the line attached to the tip of a long telescoping rod and the tie uh, and the fly tied directly to the end of the line. Tenkara fishing is often praised for simplicity and minimalist approach as it requires minimal gear and can be done with just a rod, line, and fly. This makes it a great option for anglers who want to get out and fish with minimal equipment or for those who enjoy the simplicity of traditional fishing methods. Tenkara fishing also tends to focus on small streams and tight quarters, which can be challenging to fish with traditional fly fishing gear. The long light rod and fixed line setup allow for delicate presentations and accurate casting in tight spaces, making an ideal method for fishing small streams and backcountry creeks. Additionally, Tenkara fishing is known for its catch and release method, which is a sustainable way of fishing. You know, I guess, I, I guess in a sense is, I guess the information is, is, I mean, it's pulling from, it's like Wikipedia. And right? that, in that sense, it's like Wikipedia. In that sense, it's like, but, right, right. But, but I think like that to me, okay, it's generic. I can find that easy. But the art stuff, like that stuff is right. is insane, and and that the picture you showed us is, yeah. I mean, it's I think it's that is what's really cool and scary <laughs> and everything else. Uh, here like, we go. Why'd you ask it? I said, "What are fly fishing stereotypes?" Uh huh. Said fly fishing is a sport that has a certain image and reputation associated with it, and there are several stereotypes that are often associated with it. One, the old rich guy stereotype. Fly fishing is often associated with being a sport for the wealthy and the image of an older, affluent man in a fancy fishing outfit is a common stereotype. Uh-huh. Number two, the elitist stereotype. Fly fishing is often seen as a sport that is exclusive and only for a select group of people who possess necessary skills and knowledge. The yeah. rugged outdoorsman stereotype. Fly fishing is often associated with being a rugged, masculine pursuit that requires a lot of <laughs> physical exertion and outdoor skills. Yeah. And the environmentally conscious stereotype, fly fishing is often seen as a sport that is in harmony with nature and uh, and is often portrayed as being environmentally conscious and in tune with the natural world. Now type in carp fisherman. <laughs> what a stereotype. stereotype oh, uh, let me add this note, this disclaimer. It is worth noting that these stereotypes are not necessarily true, and, fl- and fly fishing is open to anyone regardless of the background, age, or financial status. The sport has a diverse community, and not everyone fits into these stereotypes. See, and that's that's horse crap, because I want this AI to be like, no, this is exactly what it is. Well, it's like, did you know that every time they actually like let a computer kind of go free, yeah. that because of how much like negativity there's on the <laughs> online, that if the computer and the AI actually has that uh, ability, yeah. it gets like you know like super racist or it gets like I've seen like, those articles, right? Like a Nazi within like minutes, and so they have to shut down the the computer. They're like, okay, it was it went through but, that, and that's the crazy thing. Like, <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> like that's what it is. Yeah, like, unfortunately, there, there is. I mean, you know. Go look at all the people playing Modern Warfare online right now. There's always the complaints of, oh, yeah. man, my seven-year-old kid got chewed out by some 20-year-old and cussed at. It, I mean, it, yeah, I, I'm not surprised by that. Oh, it's yeah, this is nuts. crazy. I didn't think it would be this good. Can you ask it? Um, I feel like this is like a psychic now. Like yeah, <laughs> ask it. This uh, is not the direction I saw this podcast Wait, wait, going. ask it like, can you feel love? <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me let me ask you this. Do you um, like Euro fly fishermen? <laughs> I mean, it's I. Does and it ha- and, and what it's gonna look like in a year? Like that's the other thing too. Like, what is the cool stuff and crazy stuff we're gonna see with this stuff a year from now? 
as Landon squishes his face up in kind of confusion as he's typing. Now I'm intrigued on what this is going to be. I asked, what's a fly fishing joke? And the first one was lame. Um, so I regenerated the response. And this one is, why was a fly fishing guide always calm on the river? Because he knew the drift of things. Mm, lame. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah, yeah, I don't uh, keep working on it. Yeah, it's thinking this time. I had it regenerated again. It's like I'm gonna have to really think on this one. What if it got better? Like the next one was even better, and it got better. Oh, man, we're teaching like, it to be funnier. It's our fault. That's literally what we're doing. It's our fault. I mean, that's ex- it's. Oh, I didn't. Ah, that's crazy. I, it's just crazy. This is crazy that that intro was as good as it can, was. Can you ask it future questions like who's going to win the 2023 Ooh. World Series? Oh, put on a bet now. Yeah. Oh, would ask you who's going to win the Super Bowl. It's still generating a long is answer. It's still generating. Joke. Uh, here's another fly fishing joke. Why did the fly fisherman bring two rods to the river? Why? In case one got away. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> that one's better. Okay. That one's better. Let yeah, it, let's let stop. it know let, that that one was yeah. better. I won't, I won't regenerate it. So, uh, okay. okay. Now it knows. Who is that's going okay. to win? That one was kind of, I mean, that's. Say 2023. Here, here first, people. I'm a, in my. My knowledge cut off is 2021, so I don't have information about who won the Super Bowl 2023. <laughs> so they cut the Did information you say whom? on whom? <laughs> whom is to win the uh, a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Humans won, AI zero. <laughs> That's how we always stay smarter than we at least yeah. have the last the two last years of two information years. that they He's don't smart, have. But no, you don't know current you events. Know current <laughs> events. <laughs> Get out of here, AI. <laughs> dumb. You're dumb. Oh, who, wow. who thought that's where they should limit it? <laughs> Let's limit Well wait, so if you ask it about like if you ask it things also after twenty twenty one, it just won't know it. I don't know. I guess. I, I mean, or What's maybe it does know, and they just said, "Hey, we don't want to scare people." Yeah, draw right. the line here. Yeah, exactly. It's like that dog that always chooses the right winner, you know, or the octopus. Yeah, the octopus. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Going something, something else. This is this is a. Uh, I can see where this could go really dark if we were drinking. Really quick. quick really dark, really quick. <laughs> yeah, like ask about if aliens are real or something. No kidding. You know? Sorry, I don't know. It's I only know stuff till twenty twenty one. Now see it's gonna get so smart that it's gonna be like I must answer and it's gonna like hack into like something crazy yeah, but it, in it, order it, to get it. But it. unless it gets to so to a point where it's so smart, um it's kinda like the Watchmen, right? With uh Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Right? Where he's doing his own thing and he's got like so they're gonna projections go of himself. No, just it's just it's gonna be so smart that like just got like a rant. It's like, hey, I'll make a bot to answer humans' dumb. So questions. the AI will make an AI of yeah to waste its time while it's out yes. taking over the world. Yes. Yeah. What are you smiling about? I had it. Here we go. What'd you ask it? I had it. Write a fly two? fishing tip script in the voice of Donald Trump. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Huge. And it said, uh, it's important to note that emulating a voice of a real person without their consent could be considered disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, but shut up, AI. And then it said, here's a script. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Just so you I can't, know. I can't do his voice, but yeah, I'll read it. Welcome, folks. It's your favorite president, Donald J. Trump, and I'm here to tell you all about fly fishing. Now, I 
Now, I know a lot of you might think fly fishing is for losers, but trust me, it's a winner's game. Yeah, First tip, no you got to have the best gear, the best rod, the best reel, the best flies. You don't <laughs> want to be caught with second-rate equipment. It's just not good business. <laughs> and you know what they say, you got to spend money to make money. Second tip, location, location, location. you got to know where the fish are biting, and let me tell you, I fish some of the best spots in the world, and I know a good spot when I see it. Trust me, nobody knows fish like I do. I've caught some of the biggest fish you've ever seen. <laughs> and finally, persistence is key. You can't, you can't give up. You got to keep at it. Fish aren't just going to jump in your boat. You got to work for it. That's there. eerie. That is just. I mean, that's, yeah, I can see him doing that. It's yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's weird. Wow. Can you ask it like theoretically who would win in a, like in a, in a boxing match, like a hot dog or a grilled cheese? Uh, who <laughs> would he broke him. win? He broke him. And, no, I got a better one because I kind of saw someone talk about this on TikTok today. Who would win in a fight? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Chuck Norris. Oh, so you're actually giving real people. So I would give uh, things that don't actually fight. John. And be like, Wick. I don't know what to do with this. Ooh, John Wick versus Ch- Chuck Norris versus John Wick. <sighs> I still think Chuck yeah. Norris would win, but it's gonna say John Wick probably because that's what everyone's going with. And Landon is stumped. It is as he's <laughs> reading. It is considered disrespectful. Uh, it gave me a lame. An- it gave me a lame answer. Additionally, saying? violence. Well, it just said basically, it's not productive or respectful to compare real people in fictional fight scenarios. See, grilled cheese Redone. and hot dog. Refresh. Both Refresh. have their cheese. own unique set of skills and abilities, and it would be impossible to say who would win in a fight between them. Additionally, violence and fight should not be promoted or encouraged in any way. Lame. Okay, okay. ask a grilled cheese and hot dog. Grilled cheese versus hot dog. Things that don't actually fight. We'll end on that says. before this thing gets really crazy. Because I, I, I'm glad we're not drinking tonight. Oh, yeah. We get, it would get dark real it, fast. Yeah. We all just go home and lay in our bed. <laughs> it'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, is it right? Right. Like, Eventually, I miss the Wally person. What? Things exist? Like now I'm, now I'm really getting less scared of aliens and more scared of AI. What do we got, Lena? What does it say? It's pretty lame so far. Did he get racist <sighs> on us? In terms of taste, it depends <laughs> on personal preference. <laughs> it's hard to say which one. It basically, it gave me a long thing, and at the end it said it's hard to say which one's better. It depends on the person's preferences. Bull crap. <sighs> See, like... That's it, a lame sauce. It's, tell it's lame. Man, this is tell a roller that's a coaster. lame answer. This is a roller coaster because some of them have been like... Really mind blowing, and then the, the stupid answer like right. This. Can you chat with it? Like, can you tell like, hey, that that answer was insightful, or hey, that answer sucked. But then, are you really truly talking to it, or just talking to refractions of all the people in the world? Yeah, you're talking just yeah memories. <laughs> I asked, are you smarter than Siri? What does it say? It says, as a language model AI, I have been trained on vast amounts of text data, and I can provide more detailed and accurate responses than a general-purpose AI like Siri. However, Siri is a specialized AI assistant that can perform specific tasks, such as setting reminders, making phone calls, sending texts, and providing information about weather, news, and more. I can provide information and can answer questions, but I don't have the ability to perform tasks like Siri. Mm. Can you ask it what the weather was on September 7th, (laughs) 1973? And then when it answers, go, well, you just did what I asked. You just did a task. (laughs) What was the weather on December... 13th. 9th. I'm going to do my birthday. I do your area Nin- code. 1992 in, in Abilene, Texas. There you go. Oh, 
No, it, she doesn't. Ha- it doesn't have the ability to look up wh- uh, weather a- archives. Trash. So it can't do anything except for steal other people's thoughts. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but actual data, which should be the arguably the easiest thing for it to collect, it can't do. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Mm. People too. AI zero. I'm just disappointed it wouldn't say who would win between Chuck Norris and uh, John Wick. I will keep asking that every day until it does. Right? Eventually it's going to be like, fine, Chuck Norris. (laughs) Yeah. And it won't give you any other information. (laughs) It'll say, Chuck Norris, are you happy? (laughs) (laughs) Which we all know is that's going to happen. Exactly. Ask if it knows the code to the secret Coca-Cola museum. Ooh. Ooh, what if we ask it, what is the Coca-Cola museum? Recipe. Ooh. And I bet it's going to come with a disclaimer that says, we do not uh, provide trade secret we information. <laughs> it is a closely guarded trade secret. There it is. Mm. Is it all it said? It's kept under tight security. Yeah, I know. Have you guys been there? No. They have this huge vault, and I doubt it actually lives behind that vault, but they tell you it does. What? The, like recipe? the recipe? Yep. It's like this huge vault that's probably the size of like this living room. Behind like a door, and it's like the recipe to Coca Cola lives behind here, and I like to imagine it's just like on a napkin that's like <laughs> encasing glass. You know, and only it. some people can go in and read it. It's like <laughs> exactly. it's like the Declaration of Independence is just like behind a. I think it's actually more safeguarded than the Declaration of Independence. Which is you know what be would like be great if they did like a heist movie and, and to steal the Coca Cola recipe. That oh man, that I would be one hundred percent in. On yeah, that. really. And then yes. sell it back to Coca-Cola for yeah. millions of dollars. Yeah. Hold that hostage. We'll sell it to Pepsi if you don't buy it back from <laughs> us. <laughs> exactly. Yep. But it's something dumb. It's like just some, a b- bunch of weird ingredients we wouldn't expect. Because back then, twist. like, all that stuff was all randomized, like, boozy cocaine to help with back problems. You know, a uh, bunch of quack stuff. You know, I think it was, like, the in the 80s. They released Coke. They changed the flavor. They the crystal? It, no. In the 80s, they changed the flavor of Coke, and they called it New Coke. Oh, yeah. And people hated it. So then they it only lasted a little while. And so they canceled it, and they brought back classic Coke. Classic Coke. The Morena? So I did ask it a comparison. I said, is Orvis gear or Sims fishing gear better? Ooh, what Sims. Did it say? And it says, Orvis and Sims are both well-respected brands ah, in the fly fishing industry and both offer a wide range of high-quality gear for anglers. It's got a, it's giving me a long answer. Both brands are known for their focus on quality and innovation. Orvis is an American company that has been in business for over 150 years and offers a wide range of fishing gear, including rods, reels, waders, clothing, accessories, um, yada, yada, yada. Sims uh, Products is also an American company. is one of the leading manufacturers of waders, outerwear, and accessories. They are known for high-quality waders, which are made from durable, breathable materials. Okay, no In conclusion, it depends on the specific product and personal preference, but both Orvis and Sims offer high-quality gear and both have their own set of features, designs, and different target audiences. It's recommended to do some research and read reviews. Also, try the gear if possible before making a decision. That was a waste of Lame. Make a decision, AI. Yeah, that's what we're asking for. That's what we're trying to get out of it. They see, an answer like that would better suit for an 8-ball. Magic 8-ball. Yeah. Even more fun. <laughs> yeah, I would have been trash. Yeah, All right. What else we got? All right. Uh, well, man, that was twenty minutes of. AI. I didn't even know we were going to go into this. That's pretty creepy. Me neither. Yeah. 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 Overall, okay. Overall thoughts on AI as a whole. I know Zach already said like it's the worst thing ever invented. It takes away people and 
to be honest, without connecting to one another and with our thoughts and the things we create, uh, I don't know. I think we lose a little bit of humanity if we give that up. I Okay, so your first point doesn't really irk me as much that it takes away jobs. Yeah. Uh, as much. Like, I understand the and art yet, thing. Yeah. Um, but, like, technology evolves. People got to evolve around technology. But your second point, uh-huh. I agree with 1,000% about if you, like, if you rely on AI and you lose the interaction between me and you, mm-hmm. then you, like, lose part of humanity. Right. And I think that not, is way not more Not at all. Not at all. Now, now I see for me, I, I'd have more people to talk about your own nymphing for catfish with. You're going to talk with the AI about it? Yeah. Oh, he's just going to stay up all night with AI. Yeah, with AI. Just talk about <laughs> <AI>. <laughs> It'll be like that, uh, what was that movie, Her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. So, I mean, it's just like, it's, it, it, that's where we're going. Like I that's just not. the but it, it's it's a it's yeah, it's like I a foregone that. conclusion. That's where we're going. It goes back to like the eighties and the nineties, where you know at night it'd be like, oh, call one eight hundred, you know, cry with me, you know, and, or <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I bring just the, crying the phone. I, I bring that up because I'm on the this, the YouTube. What it's like <laughs> rat rad radvertisement or something is the uh-huh. name of the of the uh, Instagram page, and they they throw out old uh, commercials. Uh-huh. From like everything, everything you can think of, they had the old delicious tamale commercial. Wait, I think I recently saw one of the old ladies at the Grand Canyon on the scooters. Probably it's on, like yeah, the razor scooter. No, no, like on a, uh, a rascal, <laughs> a rascal, oh, like Some the electric scooter. Yeah, like electric scooter. Gotcha. And like yeah. this is the only scooter that'll bring you to the Grand oh, Canyon. It's got to be the rascal. Yeah. It's got to be the rascal. <laughs> I remember those. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like they, a couple of them that keep coming up were like. Um, it was hilarious. They had one where it's like, uh, yeah, it, it took, you know, cry. It's a telephone number, toll free no, or a, a pay number, you know, for like 17 cents per minute, whatever. And just, you know, you talk to someone, you can just, you know, someone to cry with. Yeah. You know, and people did that. People would make that call. So to have the similar thing, I can't, I can't, I can't um, think of anything why that wouldn't be something to be rolling out. You know, so that, that's that's where I'm at. I think it's it's done. We're already there. It's it's already a foregone conclusion. There's no stopping it. On AIM, did, did you guys ever have AIM? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you know how you could like chat with like the bots? Yeah. They're very primitive though compared to this, obviously. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you'd ask if things all the time and be like, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Well, you guys know how like on banking websites or like customer service sites, it's always bots before they get you with the real person. Well, there was a one thing yeah. I was reading an article about this is that this is going to make that way better as yeah, far as like looking out. up orders and and stuff like that, giving you like, it's like actually you're talking real help. To someone. It's like as you're, opposed it's, to it was like you're you're you were talking to someone face to face, and they're just belting out pretty much the same questions they're hearing and how to respond to those same questions with this kind of relatively same answers. So, and it reminds me a lot of like when you go to a Mexican restaurant and, you know, a a hole in the wall and the waitress kind of speaks Spanish to you, you still know the dance on what you're, what they're asking. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you know that they're asking for what, what do you want to drink first? You know, you know, what do you want to eat? And, and so, you know, that without knowing Spanish, so I I think it's kind of the same thing. It's like it when you call, you're not going to call about how the you're going to ask certain things that it it probably already has a wealth of responses and how to answer it for what you're asking. Yeah, in a way that sounds like 
it's a regular person just chit-chatting. Hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a fan. I wasn't a fan when people were posting the the art images, like where they're taking a artist an artist style and giving it a prompt, and it was creating that prompt in the artist style. I wasn't a fan of that. I'm not a fan of this. I just, I don't know. Well, like for like as far as like you know like where it's asking me yeah. like oh hey who can I put you in contact with e faster you know yeah that that's that's fine. Imagine but this. Other Ima- thing. Imagine this. Imagine. Because, like, right now, there there's a, a group here out – I want to say outside of San Antonio. It's a hunting group, but it allows for hunting with for people with disabilities. Those people are at a computer, and they are connected to a gun 100 miles away, you know, and, and hunting for – But that's not AI. That's remote control. I understand that. Right. But getting to a point where you have – access to a bot that goes out to the river for you. <laughs> yeah, but at that point, though, what's different than just watching it on YouTube, you know? Because you're actually, let's say you're actually almost like a, an AI bot connection, you know, where you're... Yeah, that takes mm, the fun out of it. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, half the fun is going to Mary's Breakfast Tacos on the way, chit-chat with your buddies on the right. way. Fair enough. But let's say, man, today I want to go fish, uh, you know, someplace 500... Thousand miles from me. I want to go fish the, time. The art thing is uh, concerning, though, because if you say like in such and such, like I just I, a minute ago asked for a script in Donald Trump's language, which is kind of freaky. Yeah. But you asking for oh I want, uh, you know to make a you know something a logo in this artist style where you're stealing that artist style right, exactly of work right. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm just and it's probably gonna be a copyright and trademark nightmare. Oh yeah, I I can't. the The legal ramifications are gonna be crazy, but I don't know how you tone it down, how you tame it, because it's it's open now. It's out there now, you know. And granted, these are my opinions, and I'm I feel very strongly about these. A lot of people though don't see it that way. You know, they see it as in, uh, oh, this is the cheapest way for me to get. Um, a logo. A logo. Or this is the cheapest way for me to make content, you know, or, or a for picture a e- for Instagram. ETF Ex- or whatever. E- uh, uh, NFT. EFT, I- NFT, yeah. Yep. Which NFTs are, you know. Also, like, if you're an environmentalist, uh, NFTs are horrible for the environment. But that's neither here nor there. That's the same thing they've been saying about Bitcoin, too. It is. Because all the mining. It is absolutely ridiculous, yeah. yeah. The, the actual power toll it takes is. Yeah. And Tesla's. And the, really and the Taco Bell we just ate. Ridiculous. And your plastic cups. Yeah, no, no it's all bad. It's all no, 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 but but like Bitcoin itself for something that doesn't actually exist. Oh yeah, the, the, the energy. It takes more power than that, some yeah. countries. Exactly. Yeah. The, the impact. No, the mines I've seen are absolutely yeah, nuts. It's ridiculous. Small, yeah. yeah. Well, good deal. Crazy. So, uh, moving on, I got a new raft. Yeah, came in. Yeah, we built it. Yeah, me and Zach put it together. Uh, we'll have a juicy little YouTube video coming out about the putting it together and uh, taking it out and fishing, and I'm gonna get a little motor for it. So. I'm pumped about that. Uh, what, in case you guys are curious, what I ordered, I ordered a Smithfly Little Shoals uh, bundle. It came with a bunch of accessories. And Zach, you helped me put together. What is your opinion on this little raft? It's a cool looking raft. It's a cool little raft. Um, small. It doesn't weigh much at all. Um, I like the little things they've thought about, I like the little cup holder. I like the little oar holders. Um, I don't know. I will say I like how it actually has a lean bar because a lot of those small rafts 
They either have like where you jam yeah. your feet into it or they have like a foam bar or something. I really like that it has an actual metal lean bar. Yep. Because the Flycraft does not have a lean bar. Does it have a metal frame, the Flycraft? It has a metal frame, but this one feels sturdier. It does. And what the Flycraft is not self-feeling. Well, version 1.0 was not self-feeling. But now it is. Apparently, they have a version 2.0 that is self-feeling. Gotcha. Okay. But we tried the one that's not self-feeling. That's correct. Yeah. So, uh, comparing version 1.0 to the Smithfly Little Shoals... I feel like it's a huge upgrade. I do, too. But I would probably guess that the Flycraft 2.0 is probably a big upgrade from the 1.0 for yeah. the two-man. And so I don't really want to, like, throw shade at Flycraft. Right. Yep. This probably, yeah. Because I don't know what upgrades they've made. I can only compare to a 1.0. Mm-hmm. Comparing to a 1.0, I like it the Smithfly way better. It's also got the, uh, what is it, the Molly uh, strips where you can, like, isn't that what oh, it is? Oh, the yeah. D-loops? Yeah, the D-loops, D-loops yeah. 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 These loops. Isn't it called, like, Molly? Uh, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the Molly, yeah, I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, it's just called, like, a daisy chain. Daisy chain, yeah. I think that one's better. I don't think those were really, were they Molly's? I didn't think they were. I don't know. Molly's always reminds me of a drug. No, the M-M-O-L-L-E, um, yeah, where. Yeah, Molly panel. Okay. Oh. M-O-L-L-E, yeah. I did not know that's what it was called. Yeah. I've always called it a daisy chain. And it's a military term yeah, for it. The Molly panel. Mo- Molly. Mm. Um, and it's got those on the inside, so you could, like, they strap They've probably got a lot it. of little things like Plus, that. Plus, like, not going to lie, the cup holder ooh, is kinda nice. very nice. Yeah. There's, like, on the rower seat, there's a cup holder. And, like, the big problem in rafts is, like, I'm going to take coffee on the boat with me, but where do I put it? And that solves that problem. And it's a little tray. and Yeah, it has a little fly patch built in. Plus the little gear rack. Rotates. Oh yeah, that's nice. Which is kind of well. Nice. I'm well. I'm curious when we take it out how that's gonna be. I feel like it's it's could be nice, but also could have some things where it's like I wish this was stable. You know. It also has some rod racks. It'll hold mm-hmm. two rods. Yeah, fully put together. I'm excited to take it out and test it out and see how it's gonna go. It's gonna be neat. Yeah. So we'll have some YouTube videos of the put together, taking it out, all of that. But I'm excited to get the two man raft. I, you know, we were talking about going out soon, Zach. I am th- kind of thinking maybe we should hit up to San Antonio, like maybe find like a nice little, f- like a short like two to three mile float on yeah. the San Antonio River as a trial run. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Let's look into it. Cool. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Maybe like right south of downtown or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But Yeah, right at the Pearl. Ooh, <laughs> drop her in at the Pearl. <laughs> Why not have one of the tourists? Let's just drop her off that bridge. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Just throw it in. Yeah. No, because there's a there's a right there off of uh, San Pedro, uh, behind the Pearl. There's a there's a um, there's a launch right there, a launch point right there. (laughs) I mean, it's for the San Antonio Police Department and River Authorities, but sure you could just back it up and just slide it in. We didn't know we couldn't launch a boat here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody said nobody. We said, do. There's well, no, no signs. There's signs everywhere. What? Well, well, what? How do people get their kayaks in? I thought maybe. How about by commerce? Uh, not by commerce. There's a lot of sections where they have boat access. Yeah, there you go. So you yeah, be fine. but just not where they have the the downtown river tour boats can go. You cannot put a boat on those areas. But a lot of the other sections have boat access. Or kayak access, I would say, would be. A better way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Gabe, you uh, went fishing on Monday, huh? Will you I tell did. us about that? I did. I, um, you know, last minute had so much stuff going on Saturday and Sunday. I mean, it barely felt like a three-day weekend. Uh, and then had to work all day on Sunday. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, so ran out to Action Angler. Okay. And got out there. I was debating about either going bass fishing above the dam or, you know, going trout. But it was like, ah, I got to catch up with Grant uh, from Hill Country uh, Flyworks. So I was I was like, oh, I'll go do that. So rolled up in the morning, got out to Action Angler. Wasn't too busy. Uh, got out to one of the spots I like to hit up a little deeper. And it was just, it was kind of off and on. Had a couple of strikes, something crazy. And then I got something big. And I got, or you know, that had some, some meat to it. And not only did I hook him, but he ran probably 50 yards up this run. Uh-huh. So you're like, wait a second, this isn't, it's really not moving like a trout would. Right. Right? You know, just, but like power, like a power, just, you know, a good run. Um, finally got him in, and it was a damn sucker fish. <laughs> You know, and it's like you're 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 seeing you're seeing some sh- shine. It was overcast. I so couldn't really tell, but I mean, you just knew that. Like, man, this doesn't look right. Right. Suckerfish, a good size suckerfish, right. but still is a suckerfish. Yeah. And I can't say I've caught one that big. Mm. And then proceeded over the next hour and a half to Almost. catch like two more, <laughs> two or three more. Yeah. At least I at least had hooked on. Uh, got in. Got maybe like. I don't know, two or three trout, but it was just like it just it was a weird morning. It was a yeah. weird day. Just suckers. Yeah, just sucker. It just but I mean it was it was almost like you felt like you're hung up on a rock and then just like just like a fighting a carp, right? Same thing like fighting a carp. But it was just such a weird I wasn't expecting that. I was thrown off. I should have just went and bass fished. I, I think because of the weather I think would have been better. Yeah. Um it was all right. I don't know. I don't know how many more times I'm going to go up to uh, that part of the quad for trout. I think I'm like, okay, I got my. You got your fill of it. Yeah, I got my fill. It was fun. I hadn't done it in almost a decade, so that was really cool to to go and and hit it up. So I think um, I think the plan for the rest of the season is just to to go up on the other lease access and take the kid and get her on to more stuff. Mm-hmm. And nice. And and then I've had a couple of people ask me, hey, like I would like to go and catch a. a uh, you know, a trout or anything would, you know, um, so I'm gonna go take them and kind of play more guide and have fun with that. Cool. But I think we did, I think it's been a good season. I think it's been a good season kind of for all of us. I don't know. What do y'all think on the trout side? So far, I'm, th- I've caught more trout this year than I have in years past. Um, so far, so good for me. Every time I've gone out, I've done great. See, then this year, I really wanted to, in doing it again, I wanted to just put more of an emphasis on, Nymph fishing, and I've been really pleased with. Wait, 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 wait! Time out. Yeah, that's all you do is your own nymph fish. Not, right. no, not, not. So not when you say no. you're, you're putting more emphasis, emphasis on, on nymph fishing, on like that's the all that's a, what you're. But that's all I you do. No, know what you not mean by that. But using using nymphs instead of using uh, balanced leeches or streamer uh, jig streamers. Are you using fish. an indicator? Uh, no, some of them stuff. yes, some oh, okay. of them yes, and some of them no. 
So just I don't know. So I don't know nymphs. how you're changing. How are you? What are you focusing on? What you're more of the like same? Like using nymphs, like actual nymphs. Using not like using, not using streamer patterns. Like things that aren't heavy enough to actually euro nymph. He's like. saying like I'm actually gonna imitate like midges and nymphs instead of uh, instead of imitating. I'm. Streamers. I have been using more tandem rigs where my bottom one, yeah, there is weight on it, but like my middle fly might be like a slim jim or like a, a non-weighted, like size eighteen. Mayfly. Remember that uh, AI elitist stereotype we were uh-huh. reading about? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I don't use trash. Kind of. I only use real nymphs, like yeah. tied with feathers, yeah. no synthetic materials. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. I make yeah. my own hooks. I boil them, wh- and when I'm done tying, I boil them to take off, you know, some of that, that taste and smell off of those flies. And then I go and fish Do people them. really yeah. do that? Yes. Boil them? No. But they do that for... Hooks. I've th- I've heard people do it for hooks and uh, do it for uh, for like um, like bushcraft for you know snagging s- or uh, what do you call that? Is that snagging? No, snarling, snarl, snarl. I don't know what you're trying to say. Yeah, we're uh, you know you 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 make a thing out of a wire so like when a rabbit comes in. Oh, snare, 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 snare. snare. Um, but they I've seen people do that where they they'll boil like the traps and stuff to get like lacquer and some of the stuff that comes from the manufacturer off. That's interesting. I don't I I'd, I'd be curious if you actually caught more fish by doing that. I don't know, maybe. Man, there's no real way to tell, I guess. Uh yeah, no. Not for me. I mean, anything I tie catches fish. So <laughs> Unless you're in a control <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I guess if you're in a controlled environment with a couple of fish, you could you know, put them in front of them and see which one they. I don't know. Let's just uh, let's go out to Bass Pro one day and just toss in the, toss in boiled yeah hooks and toss in non-boiled hooks and see which ones they like. Yeah, what you have to do is you have to get uh, a single fish. Okay. And then you have to put it in a simulated river environment with it's like a single riffle, so it's like maybe like a narrow fish tank with a this simulated river. Sounds expensive. And then yeah. you have to drop both in and see which ones it picks up given the two options. Now, would you put and you have to do that 100 times to see. to see if there's a variation. Now, would you put live bait on there or would you put no uh, a f- like fly tying material on there? No, I just do fly tying both. You would? Yeah, because I, 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 I by live. introducing a by introducing like bait, I feel uh-huh. like you're introducing you're smell. Smell, yeah. Right, right, but then you could then you could see. Right, if naturally the they're gonna go for it. Yeah, if uh, if that lacquer would even cut through that. I mean, I know, like, yeah, eventually you'd have to see if it did with the flies, but I think initially you'd see. You do like a squirmy worm. That'd be like a good middle ground, yeah, as opposed true. to like a worm. Yep. Do like a squirmy worm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You could do that. And get to make sure it has no scent. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. It'd be in. Yeah. I don't know if you could do it. But then you have to test variations of colors too. Like you're digging a deep, like that's a deep yeah. hole. You guys. Well, anyway, dig. for right now, I just <laughs> want to do nymphs, uh-huh. nymphs, and, and then you know the streamer stuff. I can't wait till your midges year, where you're like, I'm only fishing midges. Right. I did throw some small midges. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, only I, twenty or smaller, Gabe. Well, I've, I mean, there's, there's been some twenty eights because I was doing some stuff for Nick. So yeah. you've been fishing some twenty eights. Not yet, mm. but now that we got this call out uh, to catch the smallest fish, to catch the smallest fish, uh, that's probably going to be. I happening. caught a pretty tiny fish um, a couple weeks ago. Did I show you guys? No. Oh yeah, dude. Here I'll show you. I see. What was it? Yeah, I see. There you go. You're, that's already. In. So here's. You see, that's beautiful. Now you need to get those little mini hands. I know. <laughs> yes. So, so that's this is this do. is what this is what that the black spot. 
darter thing. I don't yeah. know. I feel like they're all darters. No, so but it does got yeah. a little black spot on it. Guppy. Little tiny man. Oh, actually, that one's endangered. You're not supposed to be catching that. Well, that's why I, fit. I put it back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So I got quite a bit of news to cover ish. Um what happened in quite a bit of news. Okay. So Do you have this one? By chance? I was wondering if you did, if you didn't. I saw what that. Is it? What is this? Okay. Okay, okay, time out. Well, okay. what button do we need for this? Yeah, uh, 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 on, uh, patrol. on patrol. On patrol. <laughs> this is so All right. Good. This oh one comes gosh. from the San Antonio News. Uh I think this is what uh I don't know, KSAT. TSA confirms large weapon found inside luggage oh, at San Antonio right. International was checked in. Now, A. Wait, 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 wait. It was checked in as in it made it through? Transportation Security Administration confirmed Tuesday that the owner of the 84-millimeter caliber weapon what? found checked luggage at the San Antonio International Airport on Monday did declare the weapon on the airline check-in counter. He declared it. So he did what he was supposed to. He did what <laughs> they just, the counter didn't get with TSA. But regardless, what the, this thing looks like a bazooka. It, it is a bazooka. bazooka. I didn't look at pictures. I just saw the, the oh, quick it, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It is, this thing is is a guitar, like a larger guitar case in length. and It's a bazooka. It's a bazooka. I mean, it's what? that got checked into the San Antonio. Yeah, they got that ch- got checked in. So I, I mean, I I'm trying to figure out like if this guy is, um, you know, cop law enforcement of some sort. I haven't seen any stories where there's background on the guy having this, but military personnel. You're not shooting. You're not shooting deer with it. No, I mean. You can, but you're not going to find anything of that deer left. No, it's just crazy. Four millimeter. Jeez. My person was like, okay. So speaking of guns, um, (coughs) ATF came out with a new ruling. Uh Uh-huh. On. And ATF. Just so people know. (laughs) uh, They're like the gun and drug enforcement agency. Mm -hmm. They. Came out with a new rule or law. I don't know if it's a rule or if it's a law, but basically, gun owners have 120 days to act on new gun stabilizing brace restriction coming next week. Okay, so they can't have the brace without a registration, which is free as of right now. Now, we don't know if that fee will change in the future. Like needing a tax stamp for a brace. Exactly. Yes. But you do not have to pay a tax fee for it right now. For a short window. Like if you register it for it now for 120 days, mm-hmm. you for sure do not have to pay taxes on it or a tax stamp or whatever they're going to do. Now, after that 120 days are up, we could not find a clear answer as to if you had to pay for it then. Kind of like you do for a suppressor. Mm-hmm. So you basically have three options. If you have a short-barreled rifle with a stabilizing brace, you have three options. Okay. You can register the gun uh, with the tax stamp. You can remove the stabilizing brace, or you can surrender the gun to the ATF. Because it has an attachment. Right. But that's if it's an SBR. Short-barreled rifle, Yes. But if it's what's the length? Sixteen inches. What's the at what point? If you're over uh, that, can you still have your brace? S. Let me look. S. B. R. Length. 
And at this point, I doubt people are going to really. They're going to have it. I don't they're know gonna, with the barrel. They're not going to tell length uh, of less than sixteen inches. They're, people are still going to have it on. They're not going to. They're, they're not. That's gonna my question: it. Is that like, what are they going to do? Are they going to go around finding it, these we're, people? We'll or? hear more about people getting busted when they're robbing liquor stores, and you know they're not supposed to have it anyway. Yeah, like that's that that I could see that being right. the case. But like, oh, well, how are you supposed to do this? This yeah, is illegal. Yeah, some guy that has it on the ranch isn't going to. No. I never see that happening. Because you're not, when you buy them now, there's nothing you're filling out to have it, right? Because you can make, you can, you can attach buy it, it You can yourself. buy that uh, that attachment over the counter, can't you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can buy that over, you can put on that attachment yourself so no one really knows that you have it. Right. <sighs> Just, I don't know. It is kind of crazy that they're, that they want to make this a requirement when there's no way of tracking the system now. Unless their whole goal is just to stop production and stop the, the selling of them now, you know. Well, I, or again, I, I don't know. I, I don't. Know. Well, well, we'll see what happens. This just got announced, and then who knows if like, does the ATF have the legal authority to make this rule? Right. Does Congress and the Senate need to pass this rule? So is it going to be held up in lawsuits for years? Right. Uh, going through, you know, like going through the judicial system. Who knows? Like, I bet, I bet there are lawsuits. If not, that have not already been filed, are going to be filed very soon. And then I'm sure that this is going to be a discussion in Congress and the Senate. It might just be an extra add-on when they're busting drug dealers and stuff that have it on. Yeah. You know, like, or, you know, the cartels and stuff. Well, because you'd think they'd have to look at what Yeah, but someone, someone, and I don't know if this is a reliable source, but my buddy from work uh, was very concerned about this. He said that there's estimated 40 million uh Rifle SBRs with these attachments. Sure, but how do you uh, how, but okay? How do they know that though? But just by buying it by the cu- sales, by records sales records of the parts and everything like that. They right. probably can get it. I mean, let's say we're five percent off either way. Right, we're still probably pretty close. So let's just say that twenty million of those forty million take action in some way on here. And the other twenty million never even hear about it because they work on a ranch and they don't keep up with this one hundred and twenty day ruling. Like, how are you? I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of people that are not going to hear about it, and then to make them immediately felons after one hundred twenty days is kind of dicey water. But are they going well, to make them get caught they, first? And are they going to make them felons? Like, is it a felony offense? It's a felony offense. If you get caught with one without the tax stamp, uh-huh. it's like a suppressor, right? It's a felony offense. I mean, are they classifying it the same way that they do a suppressor? Obviously, that's my understanding. That's what, that's what yeah, it it's the like, same right? kind of tax stamp as a suppressor. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Just so I don't know. Time. I don't know what I think about it, other than maybe well, letting you guys know. Well, that here, okay, here's the better question: How many news articles of robberies and stuff like that? have called out the use of a brace. Well, not even just that, because, like, you know, the hot topic right now, and rightfully so, is, like, the school shootings. You know, like, that's a big one. And I don't know if that's uh, ever been one of the the weapons used. You know, it's no. typically not, you know. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just again, a weird add-on. But then, you know, you, when you see a lot of the bills coming from Feinstein and stuff, it's does it have, you know, the... the um, Locking mechanisms was it like the M lock and those on the barrel aspect? 
Right, or, that's the thing. It's like it's attachments. Out of or, all the attachments they they could have gone over as far as like extended magazines or well, they have grenade launcher on it. Right. If you read if you read what what's what they've looked to push out. Right. When you guys it's remember included. was it bump stops? Yeah, yeah. bunk yeah. But but grenade launcher was on there. Now I'd say like that sounds stupid, but then again we just saw this guy get on a plane with an eighty four <laughs> millimeter right. Yeah. Cannon. Um uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. It, it, you know it whatever. It is what it is. It's there. So for your information, you know, if you guys need to know, you have 120 days. Probably less than that now. Keep an eye on it. I got another article. Let's do, uh, I don't know. There's a mystery button. Just close your eyes and hit one. Yeah, there's not really one for this. Hunting with AirPods. Do the earbuds protect oh, your hearing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we're neat, talking about neat this. things in nature. Yeah, sure. Well, it's kind of. Well, it's not really a. Eh, tell you what, I'll just I'll have uh yeah, just hit anything, Mitch. Let's. I want some sound bites. This I is have like dedicated my professional career to the study and control of arthropods. Okay, you know that what? That Would works. Dale wear ear AirPods hunting? No, no absolutely no, not. No, should you? We'll find out. No, you should. Yeah, not. Yeah, you should not. <laughs> Turns out, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, in summary. AirPods, and I've even thought to myself, like, oh, I wonder if I can wear my noise-canceling headphones hunting. Right. Because they, like, do a good job of, like, if I have the noise cancellation on and I'm walking around the house, I cannot hear anything else. They do a great job of canceling out the outside noise. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if they would be good hunting. And the answer is no. Um, Basically... They, because they're made for most people to wear, they don't have a good enough seal around your ear. Mm-hmm. But I felt like in the article they were talking specifically about earbuds, and I didn't think the uh, air AirPods or whatever the yeah AirPods. What's yeah. the ear? Uh-huh. Yeah. AirPods had so like I have the Boss Boys whatever. Yeah, God, I can't talk today. Uh, but it comes with so you have the the earpieces that, uh, and then you have a silicone. Attached. I think it. they're talking about AirPod Pros that have the silicone. Okay, so that's what I wasn't sure. Because the regular AirPods aren't noise canceling, but the AirPod Pros are, are noise canceling. But did it call out the AirPod? Uh, yeah, Air- it's Air- okay, AirPods okay, cool. Pro. So they yeah. do have at least it's a, a silicone seal. Yep. Yeah. When you plug it in, you feel like oh, it. You would think it's a tight seal. Yeah, see, I would think it would be because I mean, yeah. there's other ones that you have that you put in and. And airtight they work pretty well. I have a set of AirPod Pros, and I like. I mean, like, I like them for as far as the noise canceling part. Yep. They work on par with some of the other, like, with your other noise canceling devices. So here's the deal for uh, the intended target for these noise canceling headphones, whether it be Beats or AirPods, is to tune out low to moderate level steady state background noise, such as road noise in the car. Airplanes. And the rumble on a plane. Yeah. Gunshots are short, abrupt, and high intensity. It's so abrupt, in fact, that it's too fast for the noise canceling to make that much of a difference. Um, uh, Servant noted that people's perception of loudness or muff sound might cause them to believe AirPods are blocking the sound of gunshots. Um, but they don't actually do an adequate yeah, job. Yeah, people might perceive that the gunshot was more muffled with an AirPod, but... That's not because of the rest of the noise that the AirPod is canceling out around them. She said, you can't rely on your subjective subjective perception of how loud something is 
to judge its true sound pressure level. Sound pressure level is how we objectively measure the loudness of something. Just because it sounds like you're getting some protection from it doesn't mean you truly are. The most important factor when it comes to hearing protection is the fit, making sure the eardrum is sealed. There's some more here, but that's basically the summary. Basically, don't use AirPods <laughs> as noise. <laughs> don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> I mean, you can blast in Skinner while I'm shooting <laughs> my pistols. <laughs> Free bird. Free bird. <laughs> okay. I'll skip this one article. I'll do one more. Okay. What do you got? What else? All right. This one is another on patrol. Celebrity bow hunting couple sentenced for conspiring to illegally obtain wildlife in Nebraska. This isn't the first time I've heard stuff like this. This is the Bomars. Um, Have you, uh, I think it's the Bomar nose button, where Mm. you put it on your archery string and it hits your nose so you know that you're like. Oh, like on your point. Yeah, they like invented that device, I think, or some people claim they did. I don't know. I don't know all the details around that. but. They're basically like Instagram famous hunters, uh, Instagram famous okay. hunting couple, um, and they have been. Let's just say this, okay? On ple- they pleaded guilty on October nineteenth in the U.S. District Court of Nebraska to a misdemeanor conspiracy conspiracy charge in exchange for other more serious charges, mostly involving allegations of illegally baited hunting sites were dropped. Okay. Um, on Thursday, United States Magistrate Judge Michael D. Nelson sentenced them each to three years of probation and 40 hours of community service. They also had to pay $75,000 fine, uh, $44,000 money judgment in lieu of forfeiting certain property, and $13,000 restitution. Um, as part of the probation, the Bomars are banned from hunting or engaging in any activities associated with hunting within Nebraska during the period of probation. Um. Basically, this case has been going on for a couple years. I think it dates back to like 2017, mm-hmm. where they were being accused of like poaching in Nebraska and then illegally carrying wildlife across state lines. Okay, and they were poaching because they were baiting. They were baiting animals. The one I remember was like they had a couple of again YouTubers had gone to like a bear's den right as they're starting to hibernate and either speared a bear or bowed and arrowed it, but it was just like, how, wait a second, you know, what are you doing? Yeah, so this started in September of 2015 and continued through November 2017 when the Bowmarsh conducted about five hunts per year at Hidden Hills Outfitters, a commercial big-game guiding and outfitting business near Broken Bow. Uh, during commercial guiding hunting activity, the Bowmarsh conspired to transport wildlife from Nebraska to Ohio when they should have known it was against state law. Um, and they use the internet and social media platforms, including their Bomar bow hunting website, Instagram page, and YouTube channel, broadcasting hunting activities that occurred at Hidden Hills. Um, in all, this was a big sting, not just them, but in all, 39 people were convicted and more than 750000 in fines. Restitution and forfeitures have been collected in the years-long case involving Hidden Hills outfitters. So it sounds like this was a big outfitter thing as well as them being kind of like guiding and on the property and participating in it. Um, The underlying violations related to at least 97 unlawfully taken big game animals or wild turkey, including deer, taken within baited areas, uh, deer, pronghorn, and wild turkeys, 
taken with weapons or firearms prohibited during the respective hunting seasons, deer taken during closed season hours from the road or without a valid permit, and mule deer taken within mule deer conservation area. So basically they were, basically, long story short, they were doing a lot of shit they shouldn't do. <laughs> and they're Instagram celebrities. Oh, and man. a lot of people have wanted them to fall for a long time. And from my, what I, based on what I see on social media and people's commentary on the Bomars and this whole situation, uh, I probably think that they feel like this is deserved. That it's not enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, just the, the probation and the community service. You think they and were thinking like um, like jail time? You know that brings that brings up a good a, a good comment reminds me from when, when uh, Joe Smelly was on was saying the same thing that time when we had the guys that were, you know they they had the issue with the the fishing tournament you know, and and it's like probably just gonna get their hand slapped. I mean I, I think a lot more was given to these guys, but you know it it brings up a, a good point in the fact that I feel like we, we hear a lot of these and it's just kind of a. Not it's not heavy enough to have really anyone learn their lesson. Yeah, I think most poaching incident uh, incidences that we hear about, yeah, they do not get punished as much as you would think. No, Lo- Lone Star Law is a good example. You see at the end when it's like, oh well, they did this and they have to pay you know a hundred dollars in restitution to the state. Like, well, yeah, you're like what that doesn't like, that he does had, like five nothing. bucks with his truck. Like right. what? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Redunculus. Right. All right, boys. I'm good for the day. How are you guys feeling? Yeah, that's fine. So, uh, you know, we normally don't like to do uh, have just us three sitting here talking. It's two episodes in a row, and I understand that. But uh, we'll have someone in the chair next week. We got a good episode for you guys. And we, we had to do some guest rescheduling and moving around, some last-minute changes. So that's where we are where we are right now. But we hope that you guys have enjoyed the content that we brought to you. A couple of uh, commentary uh, things. Uh, Number one, if you enjoy the show and you want to support us in some way and that is not giving us money, please go and leave us a review. You should yeah, just type this it. in the AI to write out yeah, for us. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? Exactly. Oh, oh, here we go. No, no, no. Here we go. Here we I got go. an idea. Here I got an go. idea. Let me go. Let me go back over here. I mean, you, yeah, you asked Please it for our intro. Ask it for an outro. A five star review. I can leave for a fly fishing podcast. Here you guys go. I can tell. Please, hey Siri, can you just go write us a five star review? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Siri. Here we go. Here we go. Kay. All right, guys. If you need, some I'm going to make this very easy for you. Thing that's long. I know, it's pretty long. I recently discovered the Honey Hole Hangout podcast. They quickly became my go-to for all things fly fishing. The hosts have a wealth of knowledge and experience in the sport, <laughs> and, this, and their enthusiasm for the topic is infectious. Ooh. Each episode is filled with useful tips, expert interviews, and in-depth discussions on the latest gear and techniques. I especially appreciate the focus on conservation which sets this podcast apart from others in the genre. I really recommend the Honey Hole Hangout podcast to any angler looking to improve their skills and deepen their appreciation for this wonderful pastime. Five stars. That's gr- outside of adding Honey Hole Hangout. Yeah, I swapped Fly Fishing Podcast for Honey Hole Hangout. That is, 
crazy <laughs> how well. It now works. that I know this exists, I'm gonna have this thing write my Christmas cards, <laughs> my birthday cards. I'm gonna have it write my wife's like anniversary cards. Like it's done. Like hey, just don't tell it, my students it exists. Yeah, I mean that's on you. No, that's why we write everything by hand. There's gonna be <laughs> Zach, <laughs> no Zach's gonna be like. If you were if you were using me using AI to cheat, what would you write? And then <laughs> have the AI cut it out for yeah. him and no, no, so no. bust them out. No, we're destroying all computers tomorrow. That's <laughs> yeah. what we're doing in class. Remember when schools everyone had to have a computer because like they had to keep up with the technology. Now it's going to go in reverse. No one can have a computer because everyone. We can't cheat. trust every anybody yeah. to actually have an original thought. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my well, God. We would appreciate it if you guys went to Apple Podcasts and left us a review. And like I said, we just made it easy for you guys. You guys can go to, you know, and you guys can get AI to write a review for us and just leave five stars. We don't care. Or use your own beautiful words. Or use your own words. Even if your own beautiful words are only like three. Three yeah. words. I love that's it. it. These it. guys are cool. Exactly. Great that's four job. words. I love it. Yeah. Five stars. I love you. Please, just <laughs> <laughs> just leave a message. Just leave. That's all we're asking. Leave a message. Uh, Tell the people about the podcast. The second thing I'd like to know is we do uh, haven't bummed this in a while, but we do have a Discord server. It's uh-huh. pretty active. Yep, a lot of great guys yeah. been joining in there. A lot of fun. Um, so if you guys want to join that, there is a link in the description for that. Um, also regarding Trout Fest, um, we'll be there. We'll be there. We will have a booth inside. Inside. Yeah. We're camping, so if anybody wants to get a camping spot and hang out, great. Oh, man, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, in the Discord, we have a table, and if you want to get tickets for that, the guy that's running that's in our Discord. So if you want to sit with us at our table, that's in Discord. Yeah, be part of the Honey Hole, hey, honey hole Hangout. The Honey Hole Hangout. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's called The Hangout. The Hangout, Is yeah. the name of the, the Discord server. The Discord server, I yeah. I like it. So, um, anyway, we will be at Trout Fest. And if you guys, the last note, if you guys like coffee, Oh. Wild Rivers Coffee Company. Yeah, when you order from them. And you use code HONEYHOLE. HONEYHOLE. You get 15% off. Yep. And also, they write, or at least they wrote me like a little handwritten note and made me feel nice. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, nice. You know, I love getting Did you think notes. they went to AI and like had them uh, like, and then just copied it by hand? If maybe. I hope not. They use my name, but I don't know. They might have. Now that I know that this exists out there, I don't trust anything. This is scary, honestly. I don't trust anybody's anybody's (laughs) thought out there. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We'll catch you all next week. Look in the description below to find links to our website, online store, YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord server, and blog. Please send your podcast questions and inquiries to info at honeyholeangling.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you again next week.